Welcome to Cowboys, not Eggheads. Home of the brave, not home of the fearful. The world needs more cowboys and fewer eggheads. We're everywhere podcasts are found. So tell your fellow cowboys, and let's keep the conversation alive on Facebook and Twitter. And now, Cowboys, not Eggheads, with Sam Fisher. Everybody just heard an introduction, which was very professionally done. And today we have a special guest, a secret guest. He's the man behind the microphone. He is my friend Bob Jump. Bob and I have worked together for many years uh, on professional projects, and uh, Bob is the voice that everyone has heard, but they don't know who he is. So I'm excited to have him on. He's uh, done many, many corporate projects. He uh, uh, did a Schmuckers commercial that I know that everyone's heard, uh, and he is an absolute pro, a real professional. Uh, I like to call him One Take Bob because Bob can, I can give him any line in the world, and he can get it in one take. As a matter of fact, for my auditions of VOs, I traditionally have them say, Sam Fisher is an asshole. And we'll, we'll insert that, Bob, the polished version, so you don't have to say it today. Sam Fisher is an asshole. But he, he, uh, he convinced me that I was an asshole just by saying it. He's that good. He's absolutely that good. If I wanted someone to say, if I needed someone, a client asked me to sell The Sky is Purple, I would hire Bob Jump because his <laughs> voice is so authentic and so good that I could convince people, I could convince people to do it. So... Welcome to the show, the voice of America, Bob Jump. How are you today, Bob? I'm great, but I just don't know how to follow that intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think a lot of our listeners uh, uh, are going to be very curious and interested to know how one gets into the voiceover business. And I mean, just talking to you on the phone or or on ISDN lines or whatever over the years, it's it's a trip because you have got an incredible gift. Um, when did you first realize you had a gift or how did, how does one get, you know, how does one get into the voiceover business? How does that work? Well, honestly, Sam, it took a while. Um, I was in my twenties at the time and joined a professional recording studio, which is studio center worldwide productions. And they've got uh, studios now, uh, clear across the country, coast to coast. Anyway, it was my first experience working at a national studio. I came on as an engineer, producer, director. Um, I didn't think too much of my voice back in those days. So, you know, I stuck to behind the scenes, I think. Uh, studio Center was a breakthrough concept, starting with only two recording studios. But we were the very first to have a voiceover talent roster, which is back in those days, pretty cool. Something like 10 or 15, maybe 15 to 20 people. Now, uh, Bob, when you say, I'm sorry to interrupt, but when you say back in those days, what are we talking? Are we talking 30 years ago, 20 years ago? Yeah, it was uh, roughly 1977. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when they had dinosaurs, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, back, back, yes. Uh, I was I was alive, so I, I do remember 1977. <laughs> uh, so that was a novel idea at the time. It was, it was a novel uh, idea. A none of our, none yeah. of our competition had anything close to that. And, uh, you know, we were the leader. Uh, anyway, as um, a director, 
I would sometimes read to the voiceover talent, the copy lines, you know, um, I'd say, you know, try this blankety blank, 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 blank. And the I sky is your purple. Capable tires, you know. <laughs> well, my client stopped me and he said, Bob, hold on. He said, that's what I'm looking for, what you just said. And did you boot? Did they boot? Did they boot the talent out right there? Uh, no, <laughs> no. Back no. in those days, Sam, we were very polite. We would <laughs> turn on the talkback, and we would say, "Excuse me, Ron, can I see you outside of the studio for a second? <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, that's how it started. You know, he the client said, "Why don't you do it?" And I said. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I was happy to do it. Is, so is it you basically, was that a full-time gig from that point on? Or oh, no, no, was, no. No, I was still, okay. at that time, I was still, uh, you know, the engineer, the the director, the producer, you know, and one of, those were very early, early days. Um, so no, the answer is no, I wasn't. But later on, I did. So how did you get to the point? Yeah, how how did you how did that uh, how did that come about, or how many years was it before you just that was your full time gig? Well, it it was uh, you know quite a few years later because I had other duties there. I mean, I started off as the the um, engineer producer, became the senior audio producer, and then I became the senior manager, vice president, and then president of the company. And finally, president partner, you know, that was a 23-year career. So it took took a while uh, for me to fully say, okay, great. I want to do the voiceover thing. And basically, that's that's what happened. By that time, um, well, I'd been requested on quite a few VO uh, sessions pretty, pretty regularly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was there a first big break that you just knew that that was the that was going to happen? Well, um, is, yeah, you absolutely. A long term contract yeah, with the client. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a great question because at that time, then I said my first big voiceover break came during the SAG after strike in two thousand. You remember that? Uh huh. Okay. And uh, boy, I mean, geez. Those were big national auditions that came fast and furious. I'd, I'd never been really good at auditions. And to be honest with you, I'm still not. I heard you say that in the opening, and I appreciate your comment. Thank you very much. God love you. Well, you don't need to, you don't need to audition. You truly have a talent um, that, um, that I admire. It's, 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 you were born with it, and you found a way to use it. So. I appreciate that's okay that. with me. Well, anyway, that's all this, right with me. This uh, one audition came through, and I thought, you know, I really have a good shot at this. I really do. Anyway, my wife Barb and I we planned a, a trip to London, and uh, I'll try and make this not a long story. I had a friend over there who was uh, uh, a voiceover in London with his own studio. His name was Duncan Wells. Really nice guy. So I figured if you know Duncan had my back, and if anything came up that was important, I could use his studio. Well, the plot thickens. <laughs> uh, 
something did come up. Telephone rang. The voice said, is this Bob Jump? I said, yeah, can I help? And he said, yeah, Bob, this is Blankety Blank from Chicago. Guess what? You won the Smuckers audition. Well, after I picked my butt up off the ground, I said, hmm, really? And he said, do you think you can get to a studio in the next day or so? I said, oh, yeah, not a problem. And, and seriously, that was my first voiceover break. And by the way, it was a three-spot national TV campaign by, and it aired for several years. And I let everybody and my grandmother know about it. We should. So when, um, hey, yeah, now you yeah, can, can you disclose, was, uh, I assume you can disclose, was it, what, what was the line that you had to say, Bob? Can you disclose that? Uh, let's see. Let me think about that, Sam. With a name like Smuckers, it has to be good. My God, that's just unbelievable, brother. It's just so cool. <laughs> and I guarantee you that everybody that listening to this podcast has seen that ad and heard that. So, yeah, wow, what that is just it's it's cool. You gave me goosebumps. I have goosebumps right now. I truly do. It's awesome. Um, sure, it's not the measles. Pardon, say that again. The 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 goosebumps. I said, are you sure it's not the measles? Oh. No, it's not the measles. It's not the COVID. It's, okay, that's good. It's it's general admiration from your talent, sir. <laughs> uh, so you're exceptional at what you do. Um, as you know, this podcast is called uh, Cowboys Not Eggheads, and I had you, you know, uh, I, I had written the copy for the intro of of this podcast, and and you, I mean, you just you knocked it out of the park. I assume you've done a uh, a lot of Western type voices. Um, cowboy type voices. Uh, I'm wondering if you've ever done an egghead type of voice. And and if I were to ask you right now, put you on the spot, to, you know, what would be if what would be the difference between the two? The difference. Well, okay, okay. In your mind. In my mind. Oh well, that's a different story. All right, <laughs> let's 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 just say that uh, we have a scenario. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, so I'll go. <clears throat> well, sir, my name is Cowboy Bob. And if you don't buy the crap that I'm selling right here and now, then you're nothing but a golden egghead. How about that? <laughs> well, 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 just a minute there, Cowboy Bob. <laughs> I haven't the faintest clue what you're talking about. <clears throat> I may be an egghead, but I'm very, very smart. So... Up yours. <laughs> it's so hard for me not to laugh when you were doing that. It's just you're so good. Um, Thank you. Clearly, clearly, you've have you, you taken acting acting classes? Do you have acting experience? No. Uh, how do how do you do that? It's just just a natural thing, or what? How, how? No, 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 no. On camera or. Uh, on stage experience, not at all, but uh, I can tell you that acting is an essential part to reading the copy, um, you know, as a voiceover. And uh, it's, it's absolutely 110% about believability. If you don't have it, you're not going to be success, successful at, uh, at this business as much you would hope for. So many right. people have asked me, you know, the key to becoming a great voiceover talent and, what is that? So how much of an actor do you want to be 
you know, a, a great voiceover talent? Well, the answer is you've got to use it all. Everything right. that you bring to the everything that you bring to the session contributes to the read. And it's the most well, important thing. It's not just the voice, it is literally uh, getting inside the character and finding uh, that acting part of you that really can sell it. Right. Well, I, I think you nailed the, the nailed the nail on the head when you said uh, being genuine, um, because that's honestly that's what sells is being genuine, um, and I I think that's why people go folks like me go to you time time and time again because they're they're looking for believability and trust and and um, those kind of qualities in a voice and and uh, you certainly have it. Um, well, thank you, so, Sam. I appreciate yeah. that. You're welcome. Um, um, I'm happy to be but, here, by the way. I should, I should have said that earlier, and I didn't say that. So I'm a little bit late, but I'm happy to be here. Thank you. This well, is fun. Well, I think you're my biggest celebrity I've had on the show so far. I've had a couple of sort of well-known people, but uh, you're the biggest celebrity that no one's ever heard of. Um, so it's, it's, <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of a treat. It's kind of a treat. Um, I love that. So do you... Do you have any, uh, uh, gosh, for lack of a better term, um, any good uh, war stories or any interesting, you know, obviously you've had numerous clients over the year, uh, corporate and political. Obviously, I've, I came out from the political side. But have you? do you have any war stories you'd like to share with my listeners or any any interesting stories? Uh, uh you know, as your time as a voiceover? No. No, just joking. Just, <laughs> Everything's just, confidential. All right. Sign okay, okay. Away. Here, here we go. Here's, here's a quick story. I was working at WBLY uh, Radio in my hometown of Springfield, Ohio. And, and let me be honest with you. One, you know, I'm completely honest. I was horrible on the air. It was just the worst. You know, it's like... <laughs> but anyway... I was you learning just, you commercial didn't like production. It? Did you I, not I, like it? Wasn't, it wasn't that I didn't like it. I thought I was okay. But then when you, you know, how we would all do air checks and you go back and you listen to it and you go, God, I really suck. Jesus. I, I, being a podcaster, I do that all the time. I, I listen to every podcast at least 20 times. It's like I used the wrong verb tense or I did this or I did that, but I know the feeling. Well, anyway, um, I was learning commercial production in the production room instead. Um, also was writing all the copy for the station. I mean, I absolutely loved producing and writing radio commercials, and I just didn't want to be on the air. Uh, because truly, to me, when you, when you write, concept write and, and produce radio, it's theater of the mind. Mm -hmm. You could invent anything that you wanted because creating spots didn't cost a damn thing. So anyway, long story short, um, I had this client called House of Plants. They sold plants. Okay. Big deal. This is a 1000 watt AM radio station. Like I said, in my hometown, and it probably got, I don't know, maybe out of town about maybe three or four blocks or so. So they sold plants. And uh, then I had to ask myself, how the hell do you sell plants on the radio? Uh, I'm, now, by the way, I'm, I'm back in my 20s now. 
So this was just 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, anyway. Yeah, I was just getting through eighth grade at that point. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> so I said, how the hell do you sell plants on the radio? Um, so anyway, wait a minute. I said, how about, uh, how about talking, singing plants? That might work. Little shop of horrors and- kind of thing. I came up with a ripoff of the movie soundtrack, Talk to the Animals. But uh, instead, it was Talk to the Plants. Because people, if you remember back back in the uh, late 70s, people were talking to their plants at uh-huh. the time. Anyway, so I grabbed the news girl, had her stand in front of the mic. I stood in front of the other mic. And we sang, sang, sang. The big finish line was, we just love to see you. And there's this huge crescendo, this big finish. And it turned out great. And uh, in fact, the damn thing won a Clio. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, and, and I will tell you, and you probably know, the uh, Clio Award was the highest award you could yeah. get in advertising. Absolutely. I believe it still is. So Absolutely. at uh, 26, that was a pretty big deal. Anyway, it was my first and only Cleo, so um, yeah, I was what? I was That's happy to come up with that concept, and they, and she sold a hell of a lot of plants after that too. I bet she did. Got her done. Um, well, that's good stuff. Well, so you you sang in an ad. Is that the only ad that you've ever sang in? I didn't know that you had a singing talent, Bob. Uh, can we hire? Can we hire you to sing? You you could. You may regret it. <laughs> well, I might, but, uh, might win a Cleo. No, I actually did going back to Studio Center, uh, and this is you know my my roots. I was there for twenty three years. Uh, that was one of the things that uh, I got into, and I started off as a uh, what do they, what do they call them? You know, uh, a background singer, jingle singer, or jingle yeah, yeah, singer. yeah, background jingles and stuff. And sometimes they would have me, you know, for Christmas. They would have me to the bells, jing, 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 you know. <laughs> yeah, that was my job. And then uh, eventually, basically, uh, I went into doing the lead singing for some of these things. Um, and that was fun. So it was a very well-rounded uh, uh, learning experience for me. Well, it's. I think it's all part of the creative process and, and uh, you know, probably – helped embellish your your skills as a voiceover talent i would think um you know like it's it's all it all kind of goes together well it it, it did and it, it made me feel uh every time you do something you feel like you've had this achievement and uh i was on yes indeed i was on to the next bigger and better thing and uh i loved it and then one day um i said well that's enough and uh in 19, oh, not 19, but in the year 2000, that's when I opened up bobjump.com. Which still exists today. Which still, still exists it's, 20, 21 years later. And your still picture still looks, ex- you still ex- look exactly like your picture in the website. I mean, you look great. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's quite some picture, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it looks did like you, you're singing, you, actually. Are you one of the, the people that actually notices that I'm wearing my Ferragamos? I just want to ask, Sam. That's all. 
<laughs> I did. You look sharp. You look sharp. Uh, so, so for twenty years now, you've had your studio. You just have a studio there in your home, and you, right. you've we worked at home. You worked at home before it was cool. I mean, before the pandemic. I mean, you, you've always worked at home. Yeah, so. there was. You know, when the pandemic hit, there was there was no difference here at the jump no. household. Not at all. No, my wife. No. She also works from the house. So everybody said, well, how are you holding up? Well, we're okie doke. About the same as always. Uh, yeah, we still have our martinis at 5 o'clock at night, and uh, everything's go. good. Yep. <laughs> I think a lot of cowboys felt the same way, Bob, because they're just, uh, you know, where I grew up in Cherry County, Nebraska, there's 5,800 people and 6,000 square miles. So mm. do the math. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, yeah, things stay the same. Same. Well, Bob, I pre- is there anything else you want to cover today? I, I really appreciate you coming on real quickly. I think our my listeners are really going to get a kick out of this. Uh, well, I hope so. Uh, no, actually, Sam, I, I you asked some really good questions. And um, I'm just, like I said, I, I joined you a little bit too late by saying thank you for having me on. But I'll say it again. Thank you for having me on. It was a real pleasure. Uh, thank you. Uh, the pleasure is all mine. Thanks, Bob. 